Hey, this is another episode of Oopsie Daisy Podcast. I'm Ashley. And I'm Vanessa, reporting from a closet. <laughs> That's right. I am recording inside my closet right now to get the best vocal ability. And if you hear a scream and a huge thunk, that's because the mic fell on my head because I'm hanging it from above me. <laughs> I'm going to show a picture of her setup because it's hilarious. <laughs> I mean, by hilarious, if you mean ingenious, then yes, it's hilarious. All right. So today for Oopsie Daisy, we are watching The Party. Which is, I feel like it is probably my favorite episode. I've just seen this episode so many times now. So the summary for the party is... Casey and Derek must persuade their parents that they can be left alone for the weekend. Casey intends to have a quiet weekend at home and watch some movies with Emily. But as always, Derek has conflicting plans and has a party and damages the house. Dun dun dun. Classic Derek. <laughs> Um, right off the bat for this episode, I love the flashback storytelling they use because we start towards the end with Derek and Casey locked in the bathroom, all covered in shampoo and stuff, and they're talking semi-seriously and just... <laughs> the shampoo and the hair and everything looks very questionable. Can I just say that? <laughs> it looks very... On PG. This is like well, <laughs> bad. <laughs> Derek got carried away. A bit. Just a bit. It's it's just so ugh, I could say so much, but I will not. <laughs> we're gonna keep this we're gonna keep this safe for the viewers. Keep this keep this a little PG. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. So anyway, Derek and Casey, they're in the bathroom, and they're talking about basically like how this all started, I guess. And Derek says it all started when Casey hugged the remote, which I don't know how that's how it all started, but it's the starting point the episode's going to go with. Um, and basically, he just came downstairs and straight up took the remote from Casey. So I don't know how long she was there, but I doubt it was very long. Because I can't see Casey being a TV hog. No, she was probably, like, finished her homework, went down there to watch, like, I don't know, the next episode of Days of Our Lives or something. Because <laughs> knowing Casey, that's what she'd be watching. And she probably just sat down to tune in and see what the evil Stefano did. And Derek <laughs> showed up and was like, nah, bitch, it's my turn. So, naturally, Casey goes to steal it back and they end up wrestling for it on the couch. Yes. And then very quickly, George and Nora, they, they break up the fight. But <laughs> I always love the moment when they stop and they're just like sitting on the couch next to each other looking up at like George and Nora. They just look like they got caught making out. <laughs> I know. It kind of does look like that. Everything like hair's all fucked up and shit. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I forgot <laughs> to point out. Your discretion advised because I swear a lot. I forgot to mention fifth, that. Fifth podcast in here. Your discretion advised. <laughs> Vanessa likes to swear. And I, I literally, I don't think I've ever heard you swear on this podcast. It's all me. Every other word, I'm like, shit, fuck, <laughs> shit, fuck, fuck, shit. Because I don't, I mean, I say things like shit and hell, but like, it's nothing too heavy. That's just me in real. That's just me in like regular life, though. I don't curse that badly. I'm always cursing. <laughs> I apologize. I'm a horrible person. Viewer discretion advised. Um, but anyway, so after they're done fighting on the couch, um, basically Casey's just being like, "Well, we're always going to be fighting. We're going to be fighting until I go away to college." And Derek's going to be sitting on the couch and just kind of wondering what he's going to be doing with his career. We know that's not true, though. <laughs> she said something, like, I forget what she said, like, correspondence something. I don't know. Whatever that is. And I'm like, okay, well, you know he's a sport dude. You know he's going to get a scholarship girl. Stop. Just stop. 
Well, not necessarily. I mean, you're always going against more athletes who might be better. That's true, but he's portrayed as the best, right? Uh, okay, but anyway, so she's just kind of saying that he's, like, really lazy. But so that's again, me. it's funny knowing that at the end of the series, they both are ready to go to the same school. A very prestigious school at that. My friend went to Queens in real life yeah. for for uh, medical school. Ooh. So I'm like, <laughs> here I am, slumming in your You're going to the Daisy school. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was like, lol, Daisy? Yeah. I didn't say that, obviously. Because no. <laughs> You'd be like, what the hell are you talking about? Like, oh, never mind, you didn't watch the show? Oh, you did, but you were like two? Oh my goodness, I'm just going to shut up now. Goodbye. <laughs> um, But when she does say that about Derek, though, he does seem genuinely like... Hurt? Hurt, yeah. He just kind of like, so that's how you think of me, kind of? I think everyone so, thinks of him like that, so he's like, mm. yeah, um, his 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 man pain, um, <laughs> man pain. It makes it sound like he hurt himself down there, and he has man pain. Like, why? Yeah. I have man pain. <laughs> so anyway, so while they're all congregated in the living room, because everyone comes down. Um, George and Nora said that they are going to go to a bed and breakfast since they didn't really have a honeymoon. Um, and so they they were going to get a, um, a babysitter, Miss Higginbotham or whatever her name is. My favorite thing here, though, is when Lizzie goes, we have beds and breakfasts here. Like, she's so confused. <laughs> I know. But it's Lizzie. I love Lizzie. She's like, I know, but I know, but she's like eight, I guess. Right? No, Something I like think that. she's like maybe even 12. older. I think she's like she's never heard of a freaking bed and breakfast before. <laughs> she's from Toronto. There's no such thing there. It's all about hotels, and they're like eight million dollars a night. There's no such thing because there's like tons and tons of places like not far from where I live. Like my parents, like they always wanted to like that was their goal to like have and own like a bed and breakfast. Because they loved going to them so much. So I'm just like, I feel like it's just weird to her, you know, being like, bed and breakfast? We have them here. But here's the <laughs> thing, though. A bed and breakfast is always something that you would see in not a crowded place like Toronto. It's more like farmland sort of shit or like small neighborhood. So like London, Ontario, yeah. Bed and breakfast would be everywhere, pretty much. That's usually how it goes. But if you're in Toronto, in the city, that's where Toronto is. You're not going to see well, a bed and breakfast. Well, basically because you're supposed to have, like, a scenery. Like, and be, like, relaxed for the most part. Yeah, that's not Toronto. So, yeah, Toronto probably won't have it. Because, like, I know with the bulk of where, like, my parents used to go, they were, like, on the beach, like, the shore area. It's like going to the Poconos or whatever it's called. Yeah, know. and then the Poconos. I don't know where that is. I just hear it every time it you watch it. It is north, and I used to live there. In the Poconos? <laughs> yeah. What, what is it? What compared That's to That's where I lived last, <laughs> before I moved here in Florida. Oh, in the woods? Yeah. Yes, it's 100% bed and breakfast territory. <laughs> it's okay. Like, you, it's, like, made for that. It's, like, uh. Yeah, because Toronto's, like, you won't have that there because it's, like, GTA, your Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> <laughs> and it works because you got GTA Grand Theft Auto, but GTA is also Greater Toronto Area. So it's GTA. It works. Get it? But but regardless, I, even if she has lived in Toronto her whole life, I, I still feel like you should know what a bed and breakfast is. I, I don't know. Especially when she's your her age. Marty, I would understand. But Lizzie, she's a little on the older side. Unless she was taking it as like, why do you need to go away? We have all that stuff here. Like, unless that's... That's probably... Maybe, but the way she said it didn't come off like that. <laughs> yeah. It's privileged Toronto attitude. I live in a skyscraper. What is that? <laughs> um, so, obviously, Casey and Derek are insulted at the idea of needing a babysitter because they're 15 years old. Are they 15? Did they say they were 15? Yeah, they're 15. Yeah, Remember I was because they have their 16th like, episodes... In a couple oh, right. of seasons. 16 or whatever, and she like dies. Yeah. 
Got it. I remember. That's one way to put it. I remember, yes. So basically, they're trying to persuade George and Nora that they don't need a babysitter. So Derek goes to the palace and he puts his arm around Casey and he hands her the remote like, what? We're not fighting. Oh, it's so bad. Like, let me give you this remote because we are so not fighting. They will not see through this horrible, this horrible disguise. And so right after that little scene, it goes right to Derek going into Casey's room and offering a truce. And basically, he just wants them to pretend to get in long, at least long enough in order for George and Laura to leave and not leave them a babysitter. Um, and the first task is the next morning where they're making breakfast slash lunch together. Mm-hmm. Derek is so over-exaggerated. Yeah, he's, oh, he's overcompensating and it's like so unbelievable. Because Casey is the one to tell Derek to tone it down. Yeah. And <laughs> because really, who's going to believe that drastically overnight there was this transformation where you guys are no longer fighting anymore? Like, and he's just laying it on really thick that like, yeah, we're the bestest like friends ever. Did you not know that we always do stuff like this when that's the complete opposite? Because the first thing George says is like, oh, you guys aren't and you're having your morning fight. It's like... You know what? It's you no know who would believe it. It'd be good old clueless George. He would believe it. <laughs> well, he wasn't very clueless. He was very, uh, <laughs> he was very suspicious, as was Nora. I mean, I can believe it could happen, you know, but clueless George. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> exactly. And then the second thing that, that they do, they're basically just like giving the remote to each other, I think. And they're just like, no, you want something. Like, no, you can want something. And they just keep going back and forth until George and Nora intervene saying like, guys, we, we know what you're doing. <laughs> but like... Would you, if you and your sibling was fighting, or always fought, or whatever, you wouldn't just be like, no, you watch something. No, you watch something. You never do that. Like, you would seriously be like, oh, hey, okay, I'll watch that with you, kind of thing. Then it would be done. Right. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Here, you choose. No, you choose. You'd just be like, okay, let's let's watch this. Cool. Let's watch this. My sister and I were like so over the top with that because we always disagree like we're like bffs now but back then like i i'm trying to think i i'd be 13 and she was like 16 and we got in a huge fight over tv and blood was drawn oh my god (laughs) it was that bad like we were fighting and then she had long nails and she like ripped a chunk out of my arm oh my (laughs) god yeah we like freaking tackled each other onto the couch it was bad and that was when no one was home (laughs) so like i can believe it but at the same time i can't because that we've only had like one fight like that and then it was done and then like okay what do you want to watch like okay i'll watch that (laughs) um uh, that that never happened. Like possessed. That never <laughs> happened with us. <laughs> oh, I don't know because, like, I never really like. I feel like we all watched the same TV for the most part. Yeah, me and my sister did too. We we'd always watch like NCIS and stuff together. But and then we would split. She'd be like, "I need to watch Days of Our Lives," and I'd be <laughs> like, "No, the Stanley Cup playoffs are on. Excuse me." <laughs> So that's where we split. Like, I wanted to watch hockey, and my sister's like, no, it's the taste of our lives. (laughs) So we were legit, like, taking Derek Casey personalities in that point. (laughs) It was bad, and it it blood-drawn. It was great. Well, now, looking back on it, it seems great. (laughs) It's great. Just ripped a chunk out of my arm. Oh, I can't even picture it. Gosh, yeah, it was great. Um, We're totally a loving family, though. <laughs> now, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but anyway, so George and Nora tell them that they know what they're doing, uh, but they decide to give them a chance because obviously they're working together in some way to to basically try to like pull one over on them. So they're like, at least that has to count for something, right? 
Um, and Nora tells Casey, like, well, you know, you've always been responsible. So she's saying, like, basically she trusts her because of that. And then George tells Derek that, you know, Derek, you've always been good at sports. Question mark? (laughs) (laughs) And, I mean, like, obviously one child is getting, like, all this, like, support and, like, faith in them. And then George is like... Derek, you're you're good at something, so I guess we'll we'll run with this. <laughs> so bad, like you can understand why he is the way he is with just like that conversation. Mm-hmm. Like no one thinks he can do anything, and he talks about it later. But yeah, Derek again seems disappointed that like people are thinking down of him. Like yeah, so just another like you could see it in his face that like he's kind of just like. Really? That's all you got for me, Dad? <laughs> yeah, like, it's it's a common problem with some people. They see themselves the way people see them. And that's how everyone sees Derek as, is, like, the no-good, lazy guy who only, likes sports and does sports. So he portrays himself as that, because that's how everyone thinks he is. And he doesn't want to go against it. And it's so sad. Poor Derek. It's really sad. <laughs> <laughs> I, what I love about that scene, though, is that Nora's like, give me the remote, Derek. <laughs> yeah. And then she's like, you're so responsible, Casey. I can trust you. Don't tell George I love Hugh Grant. <laughs> <laughs> That's why she trusts her. She keeps her Hugh Grant secrets. Oh, God. So basically, they tell them also that if things go wrong, they will have Mrs. Higginbottom for life. What a but name. I know. <laughs> I think we're just supposed to picture, like, this, like, hideous, like, old, cranky woman. I, I that's like, exactly where my mind goes to. It's I like, went to, like, an old lady with, like, ten cats. <laughs> that's what I went to. I, I don't see that. I do. I see, like, ten cats and some old lady that smells like cat pee or something. <laughs> just old lady, horrible smell, and then they're like, no. Higginbottom, no. But I guess by the time they have other episodes, like in Misadventures and Babysitting, and then later in March Break, they've decided not to care about that. (laughs) Maybe she died. Oh, gosh. Maybe Higginbottom (laughs) died, and that's why. Oh, rest in peace, Miss Higginbottom. Rest in peace, cat lady. You shall be missed. So, George and Nora are leaving, and I just thought it was very interesting when George is like, okay, Derek, here's my cell phone. Nora has hers. If anything happens, call me. And it's just like, oh, yeah, they don't have cell phones yet. That's right. The mafia <laughs> just, shit didn't happen yet. It's just so weird. Like, I think when I was just starting this show, like, the year before... I had gotten a cell phone. What year was it? I think this is like, this is 2005, but I didn't start until maybe 2006, I think. I didn't have a cell phone until I was in 11th grade. I didn't have it until I was in 9th. Well, that was probably around the same time, though, because you're like two years older than me. Right? No, year. You're a year older than me. Yeah, I so my 11th grade was 2008, 2009. Yes. So that was like, the split year was... 0809. So I didn't get one till 08 because I got a job, my first high school job, and then I bought myself a phone. So when I see kids and shows and they're like, I'm 12, look at my phone, I'm like, shut up! It's not real life. <laughs> well, I got it when I was like in eighth grade, so I think I would have been like 12 going on to 13. Yeah, I was I was a year older than every other person in my class because I was held back because I was stupid in grade one. Uh, yeah, when I say I'm 13 and I'm in grade eight, it's not a mi- oh my god, the high school. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus, it's calculation. <laughs> I moved my foot and it was attached to my wire, and the thing slipped <laughs> on me, and I almost. Died. I almost died. Holy fuck. <laughs> okay, but yes. 
<laughs> Continue. So, so basically, they they leave. George mm-hmm. and Nora leave, and of course, Derek he plans a party, and all these people start coming in. What is it like? Not even five minutes after George and Nora left, are they just like hiding behind like a tree, waiting for them to leave? <laughs> It's horrible planning. Because, like, like, what if they forgot something, which is, like, always happens in my family, where it's, like, you say goodbye, and then all of a sudden, like, two minutes later, oh, forgot this bag. I forgot my cell phone. Yeah, exactly. Like, uh, at least wait a half hour to an hour, Derek. Like, But Derek has no chill, so. No, he doesn't. So, anyway, so Derek has these party. And uh, Casey's obviously livid because she didn't know about it, let alone that he's having it. Um, and then uh, one of the things that I like about this little like thing is that Lizzie freaks out over people making out in the party. <laughs> yeah, two people's tongues are kissing and two tongues are kissing are touching and it scares me. <laughs> Derek's just like wait till you're older I'm like what are you waiting for Casey to get older so oh. she can <laughs> is that what you're saying <laughs> and then I, I just kind of love also that like kids are doing like whipped cream shots I guess in yeah. the kitchen <laughs> yeah it's so bizarre like this party's ridiculous <laughs> And like obviously, as you're older, you understand what it's supposed to be, but obviously yeah. they can't have that. I know, and it is a Disney show as well. So, like, I don't know about you. Have you been to any high school parties? No. Okay, I've been to some, and obviously there was some some fire water there. <laughs> fire water. <laughs> there was some fire. Because I didn't. Because like. You know, my friends had parties, but I always, and, like, it was just my luck that, like, always, I had something else planned. That's what you just just, tell yourself. You just didn't want to go. Well, not that I really wanted to go either, because it was, like, super stupid. But I wouldn't have mind going, but it's just, like, I literally always had something going on. Like, we didn't have them very often, my group of friends. Yeah. But, you know, but then, like, the next day at school, he was like, oh, yeah, so-and-so got drunk. And I'm like, what? I'm 12. <laughs> they were, they, we went down to the, my basement, and we just, like, started drinking my parents' alcohol. I'm like, oh, that's great. Okay. That's cool. <laughs> See, I, I wasn't invited to stuff till like, 11th, 12th grade. Like, I had friends. I was friends with everyone, but then I wouldn't be invited. So I was like, am I really your friend? <laughs> But I was invited to, like, stuff in the later years. But no, like, it's just funny. I'm like, yeah, we got so drunk. And I'm like, oh, my God, you're 12. Stop. <laughs> I, legit I know, especially a- now, it seems like these young kids are partying. And you're like, really? Really? Yeah, no, <laughs> I legit had a girl in my class. And this is when I was in eighth grade. She was drinking orange juice. And everyone's like, oh, sweet. Can I have a sip? And she would, like panically grab her orange juice and be like no i'm sick and i found out later it was because it was vodka and orange juice oh my god in eighth grade yeah that's i mean you should never be doing that but eighth grade definitely (laughs) exactly i was like what the hell like i understand when you're older you want to do that but not at school Mm -mm. because i think um i I saw a tweet the other day about this girl, and uh, she was saying, like, oh, I asked this girl if I could have a sip of her water or something like that. Yeah. And then she took a sip, and it was straight up vodka. Oh, <laughs> I remember that. It was just, like, it was in school in the morning, and she's like, what are you doing? Yeah, I would have spat that right back out. But no, like, I remember for finals in 12th grade, it was, like, our last finals. It was the English finals. And we're like, we're done high school. This is it. And I go out into the back, like, the out the back doors where all, like, the 12th graders are hanging out. And then these all these guys start pulling, like, bottles of beer out of their, like, bags. And I'm like, you guys, we haven't a fucking finals in, like, 20 minutes. They're like, yeah, I'm ready as they're chugging their beer. I was like, no. <laughs> they try to write shit in this just like it's all like going up the page and everything because they exactly. just can't concentrate. 
And my favorite thing was one guy, bless his soul, Luke, I remember you for this. <laughs> he's like, he's like, me too, guys, and pulls out a little 0.5 wine cooler. <laughs> so, like, you could have, like, 20 of those and you won't be drunk <laughs> kind of thing. So he pulls that out and I cried. It was so, it was just too adorable. But also in the kitchen, I think Casey, uh, she's trying to, she's basically telling Derek, like, this is a bad idea. Like, we shouldn't have all these people here. And Derek's like, there's not even that many people here. And then, like, a time lapse happens where he has his arm around her. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden you see, like, the, the kitchen start, like, filling up with people. But, like, how long were they in that position where he had his hand or, like, his arm around her? But for, like, how long did they stand like that? <laughs> I have no idea. But it says things. It does says things. Because, like, when I hate someone, I don't have this much physical contact with them. <laughs> mm -hmm. I want to be at the far end of the room. But Derek, he, like, cozies up next to her. <laughs> exactly. Like, I'm, I just, I'd be like, don't touch me, you fool. <laughs> But no. Classic Derek. So they're seeing that the house is starting to like have more people and Derek's just like, you know, he just kinda like shrugs it off. And Casey's still trying to say, like, this is a bad idea, we shouldn't be doing this. And this is where Derek he's like looking at her and he's just like, You're fifteen going on fifty. And this like brings about a flashback from like Casey talking to Paul. And I I feel like Paul kind of shamed her. <laughs> yeah, but then he also is like, you need to let loose. Have fun. And I'm like, what are you trying to tell her to do? <laughs> I mean, like, I, I understand, like, you know, because basically she says she has fun with her planned and structured life. And I can see Paul being like, well, you know, it's fine to have fun. Like, you know, it's fine to let loose and not be confined to that. But he, he basically laughs at her when she tells him this. And He's like, a horrible counselor. Can we agree with that? I agree. <laughs> I mean, sometimes he has someone. some solid advice, but most of the time he just like laughs at the wrong times and like he doesn't say the right things <laughs> no, like, that you know you laugh. shouldn't be. So I just feel like he kind of shamed her for living her life the way. Like she can't help it necessarily. And he's not helping it. He's just making her feel more like an outsider and an outcast. But Probably. I think this kind of like goes into what Derek is saying and is kind of making her feel extra like bad about herself. Yeah. And then um, then he tells her like, don't you want to live a little dangerously? It's again, it's what are they trying to say? <laughs> and his face is like very... I don't know. And to me, it looks like he's trying to seduce her. <laughs> he is, exactly. Like He's like, have fun with me, Casey. Just be with the party. Have fun with me, Casey, in my room. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> um, after this interaction with Derek, Emily introduces Casey to this guy who apparently makes her want to participate in the party a bit because she goes to dance with him if that makes any like even though they don't show her actually dancing they're just standing talking. next to each other talking but okay yeah. Casey and then people start throwing toilet paper like they start like rolling it down the freaking stairs this is not what parties are I don't know why they're portraying <laughs> This is how parties go down. With cream shots, I understand, because it's trying to portray alcohol or right, something. Right, yeah. And Derek's like, drinks are in the kitchen. And I'm like, ooh, drinks. And it's like, oh, look, I got my soda pop. <laughs> <laughs> let me let me uh, throw popcorn off the staircase into someone's mouth. Oh, yeah, I know. It's like, what? Unless like that's also supposed to be, like, drink-related? I don't know. 
I don't know. And then there's that one guy who's like, this music sucks. And he like throws down like the CD tower. Oh my God. And then he's like rummaging through the CDs trying to find something and he's throwing them everywhere. One of them even goes up the stairs towards Edwin and Lizzie. Yeah, no, it's ridiculous. Are people really this destructive of other people's property? In this show they are. Apparently. (laughs) I'm watching this and I'm like, why? Why? Why would you do this? I don't even care if, like, it's not yours. Just, like, why would you think that's something interesting to do? I I don't know. Exactly. So, anyway, someone comes down from the second floor uh, complaining to Derek that the bathroom knob doesn't work, which is something that they said earlier in the episode George was trying to fix it, but obviously it didn't get done. Because of Marty's ABC gum. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So in an effort to be cool in front of the girl Derek's currently talking to, he says he'll fix it, and it's I'll get my da- my belt. But I don't understand this. <laughs> Why would you go from my dad's to mine? Like, are you tool, tool, Tim the Toolman Taylor? <laughs> are you like, it's not cool to own your own tool belt, so why are you trying to like be like, yeah, that's my tool belt. I'm, well, a, I'm a handyman. Well, what one, up, girl? If I was that girl, I would obviously know that he was about to say dad. But they do that on every show, and they're like, oh, I didn't realize what you were saying. Continue. <laughs> but two, I don't give a shit if you have your own tool belt. <laughs> this, this show's just bleh. I mean, unless you're going to help fix something in my own house, I really don't care. I mean, I think the skill, rather than the ownership of the tools, is more important here. Yeah, but no, he doesn't go for that. He just goes with, oh my god, it's my tool belt. Love me, girl. (laughs) I'll fix your broken pipe. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. Um, So more chaos is happening at the party, and it breaks Casey from her dude spell. Um, So she goes off to yell to Derek, and he's in the bathroom trying to fix the door handle but he's just like playing around with a tool that sounded really bad (laughs) he's playing around with his tool (laughs) (laughs) but (laughs) i'm saying like he's in the bathroom (laughs) he's playing with his tool in the bathroom and then casey shows up oh man is that the line next that Cian said is like uh well I'll say it later but still oh my god I know what the thing is and I agree like <laughs> I, we need to discuss this <laughs> but anyway um so they get locked in through the bathroom because Casey closes the door which I don't know why she closed the door just to talk to Derek but she closes the door and so obviously Derek still has the cell phone that George gave him she call they call Edwin and Lizzie. And at this point Edwin is mad at Casey because she told them to go into her room and get away from like the party. Yeah. So he doesn't want to open the door for them. But then Casey mm-hmm. tells Edwin to put Lizzie on the phone. And when she yeah. does, she doesn't ask Lizzie to open the door. Just to get Emily and like kind of like get the party under control. Uh, though a little bit later, Lizzie does try and it doesn't work. But still, at that point in yeah. time, she didn't ask Lizzie to open the door. That is true. I was going to say, I'm like, but she totally did ask her. But yeah, no, you, you're right. You're right. <laughs> um, and so then they asked uh, Edwin to go down and to try to calm down the party or like disperse it or whatever. Mm-hmm. And Edwin decides he's going to do magic tricks. And I guess like... Edwin, <laughs> why... <laughs> I mean, I mean, people could get bored enough and decide to leave, but instead no. they threaten to shave his head off. <laughs> Again, this is not what happens at parties unless. Well, one, okay, you don't just shave a random kid's head off, yeah, hair off rather, not his head. <laughs> um, two, he's younger, obviously, so you're really going to like 
threaten this like kid that's like maybe like four years younger than them. Like he's a baby compared to these kids, and they're like threatening him and like saying they're gonna like beat him up and shit. Thirdly, this is Derek's brother. Don't they know that? Apparently not, because he doesn't even tell people that him and Casey were related. So why is he going to say some little kid's his brother, right? I guess. So he's just the stray they keep there. He was an adopted child. It's like Annie, but Canada. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, so people are threatening to shave his head off. And then Edwin shouts to Emily, help. But she's just like, nah. Uh, Emily. God damn, Emily. She's just like, once again, like, I'm not Casey's friend. I'm here for my own thing. I'm talking to the guy who was trying to talk up Casey. Boom! Best friend material. I know! She's talking to the guy Casey was talking to. Like, technically, she was talking to him before Casey, but then she introduced that guy to Casey. She's just this backstabbing bitch, and sometimes (laughs) I want to punch Emily, okay? (laughs) Can I? I'm allowed to say that, right? I guess. <laughs> but anyway, so at this point at the party, George calls Derek to see how things are going. And then Derek tells him that they have a small study group. That just gives it all away because Derek don't study. Well, and one, yeah. And, <laughs> and, and Clueless George is like, yo, I got this. Something's up. Clueless George is on the ball. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. He and so like he even says it later in the episode. Like once I heard that, I knew something was up. But like, can't they hear the really loud music in the background too? So like combining those two is like honestly like they're having a party. Like <laughs> it's not doesn't take rocket science to figure that out. Yeah. Throughout this whole time in the bathroom, Derek keeps telling Casey to calm down, and then uh, it makes Casey tense when people tell her to calm down. Well, it's a lot of things, because girls, like, because a lot of people, like, guys always, like, say girls are emotional and stuff, and when they point that out and tell them to calm down and stuff, some girls get really mad about it. Well, yeah, because you're not, like, validating their, like, viewpoint. Yeah, exactly. So, Casey's one of those girls, and she's like, bitch, don't, don't say that to me. And then she grabs, I don't even know, what is that bottle she grabs? Because it has a weird spout on it. It looks weird. I don't even know what it is, but she grabs that, and then Derek's like, oh my god, I gotta get this, I gotta get her, so he grabs, like, some shampoo bottle. <laughs> yeah, I don't and know what line. she picked up, because it's not, like, a shampoo I, bottle, and it doesn't look like a lotion. I know, it has some weird, like, needle spout, I don't know what it is. Yeah, I don't know, like, unless it's, like, something for, like, their teeth or something, I don't know. But no, but, like, and then the line gets delivered. The I've line. I've seen your bathroom aim before, no way you hit the target. <laughs> What does that mean? Does that mean she goes to the bathroom and there's piss all over the rim? <laughs> I'm assuming that's what you mean. Or <laughs> is she going to the bathroom or the door's open and then she's seeing Derek use the bathroom? I mean, and in the one episode before, she <laughs> he was about to whip it out with her right yeah, there. So, exactly. I mean, maybe... Or... <laughs> Or is there already a relationship in secret happening? <laughs> and that's why she knows. Like how you said what the with the shampoo didn't look right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Your discretion is advised. <laughs> so anyway. <laughs> They fight. They're throwing, like, this shampoo at each other. Whatever it is. Casey falls down, and Derek follows to continue the fight. Um, mm-hmm. Fun fact, the reason why this happened, I believe, is that, like, Mike said in a behind-the-scenes, like, video, uh, that they were told, like, before they started filming, to not get the shampoo and all in each other's eyes. And then what does he do? Right in her eyes. But basically, right immediately, right after they begin shooting, like, Mike, just the way he, like, took out the shampoo, whatever, it went right into Ashley's eyes, and she couldn't see anything. (laughs) So they just had to continue as is. So she was, like, basically blind the whole scene. Just, like, fighting for her life, blinded (laughs) by shampoo. (laughs) Mm, Shampoo, wink, wink. 
Freak, nudge, nudge, air quotes. I'm doing air quotes right now in the dark of my closet. <laughs> I look like an idiot. If anyone comes in, they'll be like, Vanessa, Vanessa, where are you? Vanessa, where are you? It's like, in the closet. <laughs> Come here. Oh, man. They're fighting everything. And then George and Nora come back. You see them come into the house. And they show you like a little bit of the party that's going on. Yeah. And it looks so unlively to me. It does, no. Once again, parties are really badly made in this show. <laughs> People are just like together and just like talking. Like there's music going on, but it looks like no one's like moving to it. Well, to be fair, you don't really have to dance at a party. No, but there was like a dance floor. Yeah, they and they, no they, one was they, dancing. <laughs> and apparently, they were playing hockey in the living room. I which didn't, you see didn't see that. You saw the hockey guys on the stairs going like, rrr, 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 whatever. Like, at there one just point, needs to be more it. movement for me to believe that this is a cool party. Yeah, what I I found interesting that made me laugh so hard is when Nora went to see Emily. Oh. And then Emily's like, I'm busy. <laughs> and she's like, yo, bitch, I'm talking to you. And she's like, oh, my God, Miss Venturi. Oh, my God, Miss McDonald. Oh, my God. And that's I was like, you are so bitch. I hate you, Emily. You two-faced bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I hate her so. Like, I didn't care for her in the show. Like, I didn't have any, like, issues with her. But now rewatching this and being older, I'm like, I fucking hate this bitch. Yeah, well... <laughs> I don't know if I hate her, but definitely in these, like, first couple episodes, it really, like, opens up your uh, eyes to the fact that she wasn't the greatest friend, especially in the beginning, and not even, like, that great of a person in general. <laughs> I just, like, I'm 100% convinced at this point in the show, like, even at the beginning, that she's using Casey to get close to Derek. I feel like in the second to third season, she's a lot better and that's how I remember her. But at this point, she just seems very... Like, she's only friends with Casey because it gives an excuse to be near Derek. Yeah. Shady, two-faced bitch. <laughs> so it cuts back to Derek and Casey in the bathroom. And at this point, they seem to be getting along. They're smiling and laughing freely. Um, And I absolutely... It's like one of my favorite moments ever. It's when... She wipes the shampoo from his face. Like, that was so extra. That did not it need is. to be done, but I love it, and it's my favorite. <laughs> I know. I love that scene as well, just for the fact I'm like, this could have been the start of it. They could have been together here, and it would have been a secret, and no one knew about it, and they were just chilling together. It's one of those those uh, turning points. Like, a pivotal moment, at least. But then Casey tells Derek... It's official, you've driven me crazy. And Derek is like, it wasn't a far drive. And it's just... <laughs> She's like, oh! It's so corny, but, like, it's, like, so, like, flirting with each other, kind yes, of. Like... No. <laughs> That's why she's like, oh! And I'm she like, laughs no. at him. That's the thing. She laughs at him, and even he's surprised to the point that he says sorry. <laughs> I was like, Edwin's stupid joke. How the fuck did you laugh at that? <laughs> and usually and you only laugh at like stupid people, like stupid jokes if like someone you like is saying them for the most part. Exactly. So when she's all like, ha 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 ha, and I'm like, oh my god, Casey, just fucking <laughs> do it then. Just say it. Um, so at this point, there's like, they've had little uh, timestamps at the bottom of the episode for sh certain scenes. And at this point, it says 1204. And yeah. the first one was like 10.29. So they've been in there over an hour and a half. Which is a very long yeah. time. I would have gone insane. I uh, Maybe. So, yeah. If it's someone you hated, yes. Yeah. You would have gone insane. Um, but they're having a secret love affair. <laughs> and that's why she knows his bathroom name. Mm. <laughs> and that's why there's stuff in her hair. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then the small little thing I noticed, though, when I was looking at it, is that when it's 12.04... They have 12.04 p.m. instead of 12.04 a.m. You right. Yeah, it, That's not good. That's like... <laughs> They've been in there for like a half a day. <laughs> They've been in there for 10 hours. 
but they've they've only supposed to be in there like an hour and a half. That was a long ass party. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but uh, Derek tells Casey during this, it's like you know probably shouldn't have thrown the party the first time my parents went away. I Derek. Leaving. Yes, you shouldn't have. No shit, you dim like you dimrod. I meant to say Derek dimrod? and Nimrod, and I said dimrod. You <laughs> dimrod, you are strong girl, Ashley. <laughs> strong girl. Uh, you nimrod. Yes, the, what you do first is that you wait maybe one or two times, let them have their little time away peacefully. Then maybe they'll venture further and further away from you each time they leave. Exactly. Like and then, bam, you do the party. Like, like in March break when they get poutine. <laughs> <laughs> they ventured like all the way to Quebec. Yeah. But then he goes on about why he's like the way he is, and it's because people expect him to screw up. Uh, yeah. And, like, poor little Derek Manpain. He's Manpain yet again. <laughs> People expect me to mess up, so I do. And he says their parents will just blame him for it all. Like, they won't blame Casey, because obviously Casey's Miss Perfect, and she doesn't do bad things. Um, which is true. Which, yeah, which is very true. And they probably, like, I mean, there's a reason why it's true. Um, but, so, when... George and Nora come in and save them and they're having a little lecture out in the living room. Casey takes some of the blame because just like Derek said, they put the full blame on Derek. Yeah, and she knew it was going to happen. Which right, in which like I mean Casey did participate. Like she very well could have gone over to Emily's house and like called her mom's cell phone. Yeah, she could have or she could have used the house phone. Oh yeah, that's true too. She could have used the house phone. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. I'm like I'm I'm living in a world where there's barely any house phones anymore. It's true. We do live in that. Like when someone says, Oh, I need to try my house phone, I'm like, what's that? <laughs> Who has that anymore? But anyway, so yeah, so like she could have called her mom too. I mean, there was ways she could have ended this way sooner. So, I mean, she does deserve some of the blame, but it, I think, you know, she was trying to help Derek in a way. Like, it's yeah. not just Derek's fault. Even your perfect child, like, went along with it. So, you know. Exactly. And Derek seems genuinely surprised that she did this. Yeah, and then he doesn't want to, like, make it look like he's grateful, so he's like, can't believe you bought it. <laughs> Bye, bitch. Well, Bye, they were having such a nice, heartfelt moment because he was like, you really surprised me. You know, and, like, it seems like he's going to say something really sweet and, like, soft. But then he's like, can't believe you, like, he basically bought my sob story. And that, like, everything he told in the bathroom was a complete lie. Which I don't think so. (laughs) I don't think so either. But This is is him getting scared that his relationship with Casey is turning into something else. It's safe. It's safer to have that hate relationship than it is to get along with her. You know what I mean? Can we just say her ponytail game in this episode still was horrendous? (laughs) I don't know what it is with season one Casey and ponytails, but it's really bad. I don't really notice. I notice. I don't know why, but it just... The ponytail game is so bad. (laughs) And I can't deal with it. And then, so, Derek leaves Casey to clean up the whole living room by herself because she bought his sob story and, you know, she's a sucker. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then I just kind of love, at the very end of the episode, we see Casey going to Derek's room with a trash bag. And she's like, the least you could do is take out the trash. And he's like, okay, okay. But then she dumps the entire contents of the bag onto him. And I'm like, yes, girl. Slay. That's how you get him back. Slay. Yeah. <laughs> and he's just there like, oh my god, I'm covered in filth. Oh my god. But I think he's impressed. It doesn't oh, show it, but I think it, he's impressed. I mean, again, it's an. I feel like at the end of each episode we've watched, at least, she always does something at the very end that, like, gets him back. Yeah, always. So it's just like, you know, you think she's a doormat, but really... She can defend herself. That's, you know, yeah. she obviously can fight back. So, 
And I think that's exactly why Derek likes her. There's always a challenge there. That is true. Okay, I think it's it's been basically an hour. And I don't but think we have any, any questions? questions. No questions? No, because people don't ask us stuff. They don't like us that much. Alright, show cancelled. Goodbye, everyone. <laughs> we had a good run at five episodes. <laughs> and end on a very good note. End on a very good episode. Yeah. So, we're just gonna stop. And this is all your fault. <laughs> Before we can even try and get Ashley or Mike into the episode, we've already canceled because y'all hate us. Goodbye. <laughs> Joking. Anyway, wasn't there that question you had, but you answered it 100%. And they're like, why don't you actually put the footage in there? And I'm like, copyright, not allowed. Ay. Oh, yeah, someone asked about that. It's like, well, for one, podcasts are supposed to be audio. That is true. And... I mean, there's some, obviously, that have video with it, but they still provide an audio version, I'm pretty sure, like, every podcast. I mean, visuals would be nice, I'm sure, but, again, if I'm... If we show you, basically, the whole episode, and then we talk about it, it's just too long, and it's gonna take too long to edit. And it's just, like, I feel like if you're watching it on the YouTube and you're using the pictures as a reference, you get what I'm trying to say. Like, with the last episode where I'm talking about Casey's shirt, if you're just listening to it, you'll be like, what is she talking about? But you don't necessarily need to see the whole scene to see what the shirt looks like. I just put the picture so you could see. Yeah. I'm reading a thing on your page right now, and this person's like, y'all right, everyone knows Casey is exactly the type of girl Derek would hit on. Hot! And I'm like, yeah, we're right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we are. We're right. <laughs> I know. I'm just saying. We're right. We're in their heads. We understand them. Exactly. <laughs> also, we're on Spotify now. Oh, yeah. Because, <laughs> um, what's the place that we go to? The other one? Anchor. Yes. Anchor. They, they provide a service that puts us on Spotify, too, and a bunch of other places. So, so apparently we're on there. <laughs> If Anchor ain't your shit, if YouTube ain't your shtick, and you like Spotify, get us on Spotify. Get us on Google Play or whatever it is. I don't even know what that Let is. <laughs> Let me check. Let me check what we're on. But anyway, guys, if you have any questions for us, please put it in the comments on YouTube. Send us a message on Tumblr. Or send a voice message on Anchor because Vanessa really, really, really wants to to call for some reason. Yeah. So yeah. So you can see us on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and Stitcher. I've only heard of Spotify. <laughs> I mean, I know Google Podcasts and Stitcher, but um, if you if those are the things you use to listen to stuff, I know everyone uses Spotify. Follow us for Spotify. Yeah. And love us. And love us. <laughs> because we love you. And then, come on, give us... And then, like, the next the next episode we're doing is All Systems No-Go. So if you have any questions for that in particular, you can let us know. Or just in general for the show, let us know. Okay? And say how much you love my profane language. <laughs> uh Alright, so thank you. I think that's where we're gonna leave today. Until next time, bye bye. Au revoir. My bum is numb.